You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. 600 metres to go. Mighty Ronaldo leads by ahead. On the outside is still the show. The code breaker. No move jumping Jack Mack. Magnificent Storm caught a pass. He was waiting for Mack to go, but he has to go now and be forced four deep. And then came Laverage. But here's Magnificent Storm letting go with a big run. 28.9 a Magnificent Storm sprinting hard after Mighty Ronaldo. Still the show. Jumping Jack Mack. Then wider out Laverage. But Magnificent Storm has swept up on the outside and dashed to the front. It's all over. Mighty Ronaldo battling on. And then came Waterbro getting out. Also Laverage. But a brilliant win to Magnificent Storm as he races towards the Nullarbor. Wins by three and a half metres. Laverage. Very good. Then Waterbro. Yeah, we've spoken about him quite a bit um, since he started racing in WA. He actually had his first start in New Zealand where he finished unplaced. But he's just taken Perth Racing by Storm. Pardon the pun. Uh, his record is 44 starts, 28 wins, seven placings. That race, they put it on early with some pace, and he was back smiling. And Mighty Ronaldo, of course, burnt early, was still the show. And uh, he had to go early. Uh, he was hoping J- Jumping Jack Mack would pull out in front. So as you heard there, he had to do it, circle them, circumnavigate, and class took him to victory. Well, the lucky owner, uh, principal owner of this horse, Magnificent Storm, is Rob Tomlinson. And he's odds on $1.75 for a million-dollar race here tomorrow night at Gloucester Park called the Nullarbor. And Rob's with us. How are you, Rob? Oh, great, Steve. Yourself? Good, thank you. Over the first hurdle, you've drawn perfectly. Inside gate. Oh, yeah, it was a hurdle too, Steve. Um, I've uh, drawn the barriers for the for, for the big races in the last couple of years, and um, I seem to come up with nine and eight Uh Pretty often, mate. So to get to get a nice barrier for him this time was fantastic. Yep. We've seen him lead. I, I know that village kid. I remember that race, that feature going back um, to December. He, you know, he, I think he drew four and he, he was shown the whip early and he found the top. I mean, how will he be driven here uh, in this nullable? How will it play out? Oh, I think we will definitely go forward. Obviously, um, um, I think he's got the speed to hold up. Um, we'd, we'd expect some pressure, but. Um, He's handled the pressure before and in very, very fast lead times across the park. And the, la- <clears throat> the last time he had to do it, he was three deep doing it. Um, this week, he, he definitely won't be three deep, that's for sure. And what's his record like yeah. over this long trip? This is 2,500, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yep, yep. No, his record's great, mate. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he had this in the nugget. He, he ran second to Minstrel in the nugget, but had to come at the, about the 1,200 and three deep at the 1,200 and... Um, yeah, and only got beaten like a head or half a, half a length or something. So, mate, his record's really good. He's never really drawn that great. Uh, when he has drawn um, good, he's gone really good. Um, the, uh, I think the Brennan Memorial was or the Stratton. He drew twenty five. It was twenty five hundred, and he was three deep the tree in a one five lead time, which is sizzling around Gloucester Park. Then found the front, and then uh, still got home and beat him by. About uh, ten lengths. So, <clears throat> yeah, he's really he's going and he's really great at the moment too, which is fantastic. So. Mm. What sort of horse is he? Tell me a bit about him. Well, he's no oil painting. I'll give you that. Um, he, if you looked at him as a yearling, you probably you probably walk past him to be honest. Um, he's 
uh, not a big American ideal. Um, and he, American ideal seems to have him being some big ones, but he's not a big American ideal. But he's got a big motor. Um, he's a little bit different, Ray. He he's, he can kick a little bit. Um, he's got Ray a couple of times. He's yeah, just a bit of a different character, that's for sure, mate. Yeah, he's got his own personality. When was he gelded? Um, he was gelded before he came to us, to be honest. Um, yeah, he was gelded in New Zealand. So um, Todd McFarlane, who we bought a lot of horses off, recommended that we buy the horse. Initially, we didn't buy the horse, to be honest. Um, we we thought they wanted too much money for him, and so we offered him a number. And um, they said, no, that, that wouldn't suit us. Um, and then two weeks later, they ran back and said, oh, we'll accept your offer. So, yeah, we actually thought we didn't have the horse, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a story there. Mm. So he's paid for himself many, many times over, I would suggest. <laughs> but why did they want so much money for him, given I watched his day? But it wasn't hopeless, but he finished ninth, didn't he, officially there at Auckland for Todd? He did, but it was, it was a nice... He went good in that race. He got home quite nicely. Um, and, you know, just probably coming from Todd, he looks after him, so he doesn't really bash him up early. Um, it was just, a, yeah, it was just a good, rec- it, like Todd's a, Todd's a good recommendation. So I think that, yeah, that, that was coming off the back of that, to be honest. So, And then we went on and bought his full brother, um, Stanford, um, who races for us and has done a really good job too. So, but two different horses, to be honest. One's, one's quite, quite, uh, quite a bit bigger than the other, so Stanford's quite a bit bigger than Storm, and and um, a lot darker in colour. So, but yeah, no, we're really happy to have the horse, mate. But Rob, I bet you never thought in your wildest dreams, you know, you, what were you what were you hoping for when you bought him off that one New Zealand run in 2019 in the October? Were you just hoping, you know, there'd be a good sort of? Do you ever think he'd get to free for all company? I mean, what were you hoping for at that stage? Because he what, didn't he win 12 in a row when he <laughs> turned up in WA for the first time? He, he did, yeah. Uh, um, look, to be honest, when we bought him, yeah, it's it just, you know, it's hard to say, you know, how they travel and stuff. And when he got here and we looked at him, we thought, oh, yeah, okay. But, you know, once Ray got into, into him and down the track and, um, yeah, started to gallop him and, and put the hobbles on him for the first time, he sort of knew there was that, that we had a nice horse. Um, we're really looking at, um, we missed a derby, obviously, because it was just a little bit late for that, but... Our main focus was the Nugget because we'd run second in the Nugget before um, and we really wanted to win it. But obviously we went in as favourite that day, but um, it couldn't quite get the job done. So that's two seconds in, in two starters for us in the, in the Nugget. So it's one that's avoided us over the years. But, yeah, we'll keep trying, that's for sure. But, yeah, yeah didn't really know where we'd end up, mate. Um, probably didn't think we'd end up at where we are today, that's for sure. Yeah. So just uh, so he debuted for for Ray uh, in Perth, May two thousand twenty, and we mentioned there he won twelve in a row, and then he got rolled in the Nugget, as you said, and then did he come out and win another seven in a row after that? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just, yeah, he just one of those horses. He he, he um, sometimes he's early on there. He was switching off when he got to the front. Um, he's got out of that habit now, so which is great. Um, but yeah, it's just taken a lot, uh, some time to get to, to where we are today. Um, uh, our campaigns leading into the big races in WA haven't been perfect over the last couple of years. So we've had bad barriers, and, and the horse hasn't been 100%. But 
Um, we're going into Friday's race. Yeah, 100%. Really, really, really happy with well, the that's horse. That's good. This is the one that counts. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, um, I, I've been lucky enough to win, you know, Group One races in in WA with horses like Chardons of Flyer and Mahi Lord and a, a heap of other ones. So I've been lucky. But some of the owners that, that are in this horse are there's some first time owners, some young ones, some older ones, and you know, I really, I really would like to win a, a big race for them. You know what I mean? I think that would be fantastic. And he's been in work for some period of time, hasn't he? Too magnificent storm. He, he has, but he came, he came home to Pinjarra and had a, a two-week let-up. So, um, and from that two-week let-up, he came back and he he ran a, a really good first up, about fifth or something. But um, got home back in twenty-six-five, and we're really happy. And then went to Bunbury, ran second to Leverage Joe, where uh, Leverage Joe got the front and was a bit of a walk first early, and um, we didn't want to beat him up, so. Uh, he ran second, and then he came out and won the other night and just showed him what sort of speed he has got to, I think, you know, so that was fantastic. Mm. What do you do beyond this race with him? Uh, yeah, um, he'll he'll definitely come home for a bit of a break, and then um, I'll sit down with Ray, and we'll just have a look at what the options are. Um, obviously, there's some Queensland stuff going on, so um, the problem is, is the travel, getting back home, from from these places, I I got caught taking too fast, too serious to the Interdoms this year, and he's still in Sydney with Luke McCarthy at the moment. So um, yeah, so getting getting travel is an issue, but um, yeah, it might, it may it may loosen up now. COVID's sort of done, and there's a few more flights around Australia. Obviously, the Eureka in September is well and truly on the radar. The Tab Eureka. Um, I don't think he's eligible for the Eureka. Oh, he's not, is he? Okay. No, I think he's, I think that's only Australian bred horses off the top of my head. Oh, okay, but the Queensland Carnival, you're considering it? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. We'll we'll, we'll sit down and talk after Friday. So, um, yeah, every, everything's on the table. It's just how how Ray feels about where we go and what we do, and and um, yeah, where we can go from there. So. And when did you first meet Ray? Tell us about your association with this gentleman. Tell me a bit more about him. The trainer of Magnificent Storm. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, his son Grant Williams. I don't know if you've heard of Grant. Of Grant, course, yeah. Um, uh, him and I are best mates, and we uh, we had horses together like Precious Jewel and Shadow Fly, and a whole heap of other horses. You know, what I mean, at one stage yeah, we had eight in work, and I think we had eight start, last start winners, and we had, we we yeah we we had a fantastic time, and obviously I met met Ray through Grant. And uh, and and Dottie, Ray and Dottie, you know, through Grant, and yeah, they've just become family to me. To be honest, I, I love them to death, and yeah. So when Grant decided him and Elena were going to go and give the gallops a, a go, um, I wasn't really done with the trots. I, I love it. I've been bred into it, so third generation, and and I really wasn't going anywhere. So I said to Ray, "Do you want to? Do you want to have a go? We'll keep going, see how we go." And he said, "Yeah, I'd love to." Um, and uh, yeah, so that's been the association with Ray, and it's been fantastic. And I'm really hoping that um, Storm can get up and win him a big race because he really deserves it. Yeah, how old would he be? Oh, look, only guessing, but um, he'll probably yell at me if I get it wrong. But I'm, I'm thinking about 76. Okay. Um, and you know, where he trains the horses up that pipeline in Kalgoorlie uh, on the way to the pipeline that goes to Kalgoorlie. Uh, 
is something very unique, you know what I mean? Um, Tell us about it. it. It's it's just um, it's just really was a gravel track that they used to drive along to check the uh, to check the pipeline that had, didn't have any leaks or anything in it. Um, and there's about a fourteen or fifteen hundred metre stretch with a hill at the end of it. And Ray shifted to a new new premises where he is now in Lena Valley, and um, he decided he, need, he couldn't jog the he didn't have a jog track around the house, so he went looking in the bush and where he could jog the horses and. Yeah, finally come up with this stretch, and yeah, they gallop up there. It's quite amazing how they they What's gallop the up there. What's the surface next to the pipeline now? Well, it was gravel, <laughs> but um, Ray's obviously um, over over time we've put a lot of sand on it, and we we get a bit we upkeep it a little bit now. So it's just sand over the top of uh, over gravel, but yeah, Ray looks after it quite well, and um, the horses do well on it. So yeah. How far is that from the city centre? That that travel, ba- that oh, uh, training base. He'd be about maybe three quarters of an hour from Gloucester Park. Oh, not far so at all. Not not far at all. Maybe an hour maximum. But yeah, just up the hill really. Um, as you're heading out towards the eastern states, you just turn off Great Eastern Highway, and um, he's about a kilometre or two in there, and then the pipeline's there, and he just he's got the he's got his. Um, five-acre property just across the road, um, and they just walk over to the pipeline, and yeah, so it's it's fantastic to be honest. And your driver, Aldo, caught a passing. Yeah, well, Aldo was um, with. I trained some horses from home. He was so he was with me for a little while. Here with with Aiden Warwick was training horses at home for me, um, and then it was just uh, yeah, we were just Ray was sort of looking for a driver, someone that would commit. Like to drive all the horses and um, yeah, Aldo. I we sort of said, "Oh, let's give Aldo a go," and he's done a great job. And he really helps Ray out a lot with the with the track work and also the nominating because our uh, our handicapping system over here is a complete nightmare. So trying to understand it, you need to be a road scholar. So Ray sort of leaves the nominating and that to to Aldo, um, um, and he's been fantastic, mate. So it'll be a joy for him to to. If, if Magnificent Thorn can get up on Friday night too. Mm. And it's a good, good name for a good horse, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny. It, you know, I don't, when you're naming horses, you, you don't really understand. When you name them, you, you try and find them a good name and then the ones that aren't that great, you think, oh, that, that actually suited that horse. Now he's racing, you know. Um, yeah, because you know, we're, we're naming babies every year, so it becomes more and more difficult. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely great name for him. What do you regard it as, as his best win? Oh, he, he, oh look, there's been quite quite a lot of them. I think uh, the, the the last one, in the, I think it was the Brennan, where he sat three deep in that very very fast lead time, got the front, and then like still just run away from him at the um, at the end. I probably I probably think that's his best win, but his, his actual best race, I think, was the Nugget. Um, what what he did in the Nugget is was you know, pretty pretty awesome, and even though he ran second, I think that was probably his, his best run, mate. To be honest. Good luck with Magnificent Storm in this big race, a million dollars, and let's hope he can make it win twenty nine from forty five. That's just an amazing record, Rob. Thanks for joining us. No worries, Steve. Thanks very much yeah. for having me, and hopefully we can catch up sometime. Thank you.
too much to do around the turn. Magnificent Storm looking really good. Raced away from Gambit. Too fast, too serious. Then Wild West Patronus Star is late on the scene. But Magnificent Storm is going to bolt home. And Magnificent Storm races home to win well. That was the James Brennan that was referred to in that particular interview. Matty Young, of course, called this horse uh, being defeated uh, two starts ago at Bunbury when Laverage O frowned the top and this horse was outside Laverage O, Magnificent Storm. They've had some terrific battles. Matt Young's with us. How are you, Matt? I'm very well, Steve. Good morning to you and good morning to everyone. Well, tell us about the build-up to this race. No doubt you've spoken to plenty of the players on your radio program this week. Uh, well, we've got um, a Western Trilogy launch today, which we'll see all three of the uh, codes meeting up at Optus Stadium to have lunch and um, so there's going to be a lot of interviews coming from there and, yeah, it's it's going to be uh, quite fascinating. The barrier draws made things, um, I'd say, may have possibly taken a little bit of flair away from them, but at the same time for Robbie's crew, uh, it also is a draw that's well-deserved for a horse who seems to have drawn the river many times in his uh, last two years of racing. So... Um, he gets the draw and he gets his opportunity. Do you think Aldo will show him the whip and make sure he finds the top early here? Yeah, he'll. I think he'll lead. He's got um, very good gates, but I think because he's drawn so bad so many times that people forget how quick this horse is off the arm. He's um, one that can blast across from nine and across field. So I think uh, I think he'll find the top early. And looking at his record yesterday. When I was doing the form, I thought I'll just have a quick look at his statistics when leading in his 16 starts, leading for 16 wins. So I guess that tells a tale. Yeah, well, I talked about earlier that village kid sprint back in December. He, he found the top after a fairly short distance there, but he's fairly aggressive to, to find the top that particular night. Yeah, he had to work. And um, once he got... Just once he's on the rail, Steve, he's just a different horse, like most paces. Um you get one off the rail and do things like that. It gets a little bit tricky because they, the quicker they're going, uh, sometimes they want to hang a little bit on the corners and uh, that stops them from really reaching their full uh, maximum speed. And when they're on the rail, that's their, that's their happy place. That's the bubble. And uh, that's why we see horses perform so well when they're out in front or just performing well when they're on the peg line. Uh, that's why you see winners come from two, three, four back the pegs once they get into the clear They've just had a nice, cosy run. It's a lot easier on the pegs. All right. Well, Magnificent Storm, 175. Um, what about major um, you know, chances in the race? I mean, Spirit of St. Louis, what do you make of that? Uh, you did say to Chris, of course, you can you know, you know, can understand that he didn't want to gut the horse last week with a view to, to running in a million-dollar race. I suppose he did enough. But what are the dangers to Magnificent Storm, in your opinion, in this nullable, Matt? You know, I guess uh, the big danger I, I find is uh, the the prize money because with a million dollars in prize money come some fiery tactics at times. So does someone have a crack? Does someone have something to say early and try and cross him? Um, even if they can't cross him, does then it become a war? Leverage Joe can fire up. Spirit of St. Louis from a wide draw is very quick out. So it's just, it's it, the start will be interesting I don't want to deter the fact that I think he will lead Magnificent Storm, but that is one of those things where a spanner in the works can be thrown because there's just so much money on the line and it's not going to be your normal race at Gloucester Park. They're going to want this to be a truly run race and therefore there can be 
a lot of interest in the lead, a lot of interest in pressure. And, yeah, I think that's probably his biggest test is that it's not a normal race at Gloucester Park. This is for a million dollars and there could be pressure that comes with it. At the same time, I think better zip it. A uh, horse from Sydney looks really hard to beat. I was enamoured with his run at Menangle last start, breaking 49 and doing it pretty comfortable. A pair of 26s on the way home. This is a good test for him, but from what I've seen of him in Sydney, he looks like he'll get around Gloucester Park perfect. He's a horse that's got really good staying capabilities, so he has to be respected. Jumping Jack Mack and Mighty Ronaldo are two horses that if they do go silly, they're going to power home. Uh, even from tricky draws, I think Jumping Jack Mack probably more so. Uh, he was really good last start and he has to be well respected. Spirit of St. Louis, look, I didn't really like his last effort, but at the same time, he'll probably come on from that. He, uh, in my opinion, he's going to need to. And from the draw... I think they have to roll the dice early and try and lead, but if they don't find the top, then it looks pretty hard for them. So tactically, it's going to be a really fascinating race with a lot of elements coming together, but ultimately I've settled on Magnificent Storm. And I did say in one of the... Uh, in a publication over here, we have got uh, Category 4 Cyclone, Cyclone Ilsa making landfall today or tonight up in the north. But uh, on Friday night, Magnificent Storm will be the most powerful storm in WA. Have you ever been to Ray's property where he was talking about, where he, he, he jogs these horses up along a pipeline? Um, no. No, no. He's, he's up uh, Helena Valley, I think it is, which is um, heading up Greenmount Hill towards Northern. And I uh, have not been have not been to that property. All right. Well, that's the nullable. The only disappointing thing for Queensland is a lot of us will be in bed. I will be anyway, but it's going to be run at about, what, just prior to 11 o'clock, Queensland yeah. time. Yeah, I'm not sure um, what's happened there and the decision behind that, but, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really sure why they've decided to put the race on that late. Um, I know there's fireworks on for the night, but, yeah, it's, Peculiar. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how to answer that one there, Steve. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I did put the question to Ernie Manning. So with this Western Trilogy, if you had the power to change it next year or tweak it, what would you do? Anything? Um, I guess, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure how to how to change things. I think, um, I think we've seen a good field come together for... All three codes. Yeah, exactly. So, well, there's Queensland uh, representation in the Gallops race, and you've got horses from New South Wales and Victoria, and yeah, of course your local yeah, hero and, and Amelia's Jewel. Yeah, as um, as much as Rava wouldn't, they. I mean, they're trying to protect their own brand, but it, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of involvement, and um, yeah, just it creates a lot of interest. So I guess next year. If they do it again next year, I, I think the slot holders, if they could um, I don't know, just open it up more more and more, and I think more people would probably get involved. I know that myself and a heap of other mates could come together and be able to um, put the money together to, to grab a slot, um, about 30 of us, but at the same time you're running for half a million dollars or also so why not try and have a crack so i think there's 
there's opportunities to grow and gain a lot more interest, especially from people that were just a little bit suspect on it this season. So seeing how it all comes together on Friday night for both the dogs and the trots and the gallops on Saturday will um, hopefully be a resounding success. And going from there, they'll probably be able to tweak it to make any other decisions that they need to. But at the same time, I'm probably not in the position to be able to make any of those decisions. So I'll just sit back and enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah, we all will. Just in regards to the consolation earlier in the night, this Alkema has got a terrific record. 12 from 30 came from out the back door to sweep home last start for, of course, Emily Savalco, Justin Prentice. It's it's the favourite in the... The consolation, maybe they top the prize money up here a little bit. It's only 30000 Maybe it just needs a bit of a boost. But are you coming up with it or something else? No, I've come up with him. Um, I think there could be some challenges early. Hampton Banner's drawn alongside him. He's very quick. But I thought um, I thought he was probably the way to go. He's um, proven himself to be a pretty smart horse going forward. Um, they've just called it the consolation, the, the fact that um, it's just a, a normal basic free-for-all, which is normally 30000 So um, that's why it's only 30000 oh, okay. uh, Because the horse is already picked in the slots, um, an idea of a consolation's not really needed. So it's just a, it's a glorified free-for-all, basically. So, okay. Um, yeah, so anyway, he, he's got the draw. He should run a really good race. There's a bit of speed in the event, but I think um, I think if he can hold up early, which he seems to be getting off the arm a lot better, he can get the job done. And from there, 18 carat returns, going to get a lovely run just in behind them. Valentine's Brooks racing really well. was a good second behind Labrador last start, but barrier nine is pretty tough. So it's hard to go against El Chema, who's been uh, performing really substantially well. Excellent. That's race five, one. Your best bet on the entire program on a very big night? Well, I do like Magnificent Storm. I thought um, there's a lot of talk about him drifting, and I think if he drifts out to even money, that's probably the way to go. But I think if you are looking for a best bet, race four, number 10, Elsa Rep for a place. He could be um, good place for you there, and he's probably going to be three back to pegs. It'll be a quick tempo. And he's going pretty well. So race four, number 10, Alta Rep for a All point. All right, Gary Hall, Jr. for Sarah Wall is the trainer. Alta yes. Rep.